Hey, welcome to Whitefields Community Church Sermon Extra. It's great to have you with us again. We are at the last podcast, video cast, or whatever you want to call it, of the year. And uh, we have come through whole, our whole Advent series called God With Us. And on Sunday, we finished uh, with the line from the, the famous uh, Christmas carol, uh, his, uh, the soul felt its worth. And all of your, um, all of, of course, all of the texts or all of the, the themes for each of the Advent series were taken from uh, Christmas carols. And this time you, you chose to spend a little bit of time on the life of, of Jesus, you know, his, before his ministry began, his, his childhood and kind of those years after his, uh, his being born and, and growing up. And we have very little to go on, you know, in yeah. the Gospels, of course, from that. But you highlighted a couple of those. And uh, if you did miss the sermon and you want to take a listen, whitefieldschurch.com, you can go and find it up there. We're also on YouTube. If you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Whitefields Community Church, uh, you will find uh, the video up there as well. And uh, so we covered uh, Luke chapter 2, verses 41, 41 through the end of the chapter, through 51, 52. And uh, there's a phrase there, um, uh, somebody uh, asked you about after the service, it says, then when he went down with them, and he came to Nazareth and was subject to them, but his mother kept all these things in his heart, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and men. Really kind of speaking a little bit to to the, the humanity of Jesus. And there were just some thoughts you wanted to follow up with that particular phrase. Yeah, it says that in my translation, I'm using ESV, he says that Jesus was submissive to mm-hmm. his mother and father, or Joseph, right, his yeah. earthly father. There's also a very interesting thing, just the sidebar yeah. before we get to that, yeah. about there's kind of a juxtaposition throughout this whole section about Joseph and the father. So mm-hmm. in some places it'll say, Mary, or is a Joseph and Jesus's mother, kind of pointing out or alluding to the fact that whereas Joseph raised Jesus, um, he was not his biological father. And then there's this interesting phrase where Mary comes down. You remember that they lost Jesus in uh, in Jerusalem. They go like a day's journey back up to Nazareth, and then they realize, oh no, we forgot Jesus. So they they go down and they find him, and Mary says, "What did you? Why did you do this to us?" Basically, you scared your father and I half to death, so mm-hmm. to say, right? But she uses this phrase, your father, speaking of Joseph. And then Jesus says in the very next sentence, didn't you know that I would be in my father's house? So there's this interesting kind of play off this word father yeah, that, that happens throughout the yeah. whole thing. But it's interesting. It says that Jesus was submissive to his parents or um, other translations say he obeyed his parents. And this is just an allusion to the fact that Jesus was truly human. And that's really important for us that Jesus was human. Uh, Another verse that talks about Jesus' obedience is Hebrews chapter 5, verse Verse 8. And that says that Jesus learned obedience through the things that he suffered. Mm -hmm. So not only did he obey... Uh, and do the right thing, but he learned those things. That's kind of what the end of the chapter says, mm-hmm. that Jesus grew mentally, he grew physically, he grew spiritually, and um, that alludes to Jesus' humanity. And that's a really important point. You know, a lot of times you, we talk about the importance of believing that Jesus is God, but it's equally important that we understand that he is man. And so there's a, the belief that Jesus is 
God but not human is called docetism. And, um, and in the early church councils, they dealt with these kind of things. So if you remember the Council of Nicaea, one of the, the first, uh, what's called ecumenical council, which means, you know, worldwide council, all the bishops, because at that time that's how it was divided up, uh, all the bishops came together at Nicaea, which is near Constantinople, and they gathered and their discussion was, is Jesus God? So that's where we get our Nicene Creed from. And they decided, yes, unanimously, the scriptures bear witness to the fact that Jesus is God. Because at that time, there was a heresy going around called Arianism. And Arianism, basically what Jehovah's Witnesses believe today, that Jesus was a human, but he was not God. Mm -hmm. Maybe he was a special human, uh, a chosen one, but he was not God. And Nicaea, you know, all the bishops from around the world came together and they said, no, we reject Arianism. Jesus is God. Now, later on, they had another council and that council decided the, the question of this. Okay, Jesus is God, but you had some people who drifted into what is called, in the technical word for it is monophysitism. So mono meaning one, physite meaning essence mm -hmm. or, um, yeah, essence is probably the best word. So Monophysitism, meaning that Jesus had one essence and that his essence was only God, that he was not human fully. And, uh, and they rejected that as well at that council. And they said, no, Jesus is very God of very God. And also he was fully human in every way. That's really important for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, Philippians chapter two talks about how Jesus emptied himself. It's called kenosis, right? He mm. emptied himself of his divine privileges, we might say. So he didn't cease to be God, but he emptied himself of those divine privileges, which has some really interesting implications. It means that when we read something, there can be sometimes this tendency for us to say, okay, well, Jesus could do that because he is God, but I'm not, therefore I get a pass on that. I, you know, I, I shouldn't be held to the same standard as Jesus, we might say, or, or we might imply because he's God and I'm not, he's made of different stuff than I am, therefore uh, I shouldn't be held to that standard. The idea that Jesus is fully human negates that. The idea that he emptied himself of his divine privileges negates that. It means that what Jesus did here on earth, he did as a human being uh, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And the implications of that are really huge because it means that uh, just as Jesus did those things by the Spirit, the same Spirit dwells within us. The same Spirit God has given us to empower us for mission. And, um, and so that, the implications of that are huge. But also just one of the things we talked about, Jesus fulfilled fully the requirements of the law on our behalf. Uh, and that's really important because basically you can think of it as a, a record, right? He came, he scored 100%, he got a perfect 10, and then he took his perfect record and our flawed, failed, failing grade, and he scratched out his name on the one and our name on the other. He wrote the different names in, and he hands that to us as a gift, and then he took our failing grade to the cross, mm -hmm. and it says there that, that was nailed to the cross with him. Yeah, no, that's it's. Yeah, I'm very. I'm mean, for me that whole idea that God is full, that Jesus was fully God and fully man was is is very comforting. Just as you mentioned, just the fact that He can identify mm. with who I am, with my 
with the things that I'm suffering through, things I face every day, the temptation. He was tempted in the same ways that we are. He, you know, he felt emotion. He wept. He had joy. He had those things. And I think that's very important for us mm. as Christians. It just a thought came to my mind as, you know, he, as it says, he, and he was subject to them. The, f the fact that he was subjected to his earthly father in imperfection, and he was subjected to his, his heavenly father in perfection, mm. gives us the same kind of thing to, to follow here on earth. And we're, we're called in many ways to be submitted to the imperfection around us, our, those that God has laid over us, but also ultimately to the one in heaven. You know, yeah. And that was Jesus' legacy. He obeyed the will of his father in heaven and was led forward for the joy that was set before him you know, ultimately to the cross. And you know, it's an amazing, amazing thought. So, and it, you know, just that was a great thought to finish this year out. And, uh, you know, we're going to be continuing next year with the blog. Just got a great, great many things, you know, looking 2020 vision. Of course, we're going to use <laughs> that phrase and just can't, you know, can't get away with it. But, uh, and uh, I hope you join us next year. And if you have any uh, thoughts, go back and listen to the whole Advent series. Very, very powerful stuff. A lot of great, great things. Great, maybe unique uh, uh, looks into the life of Jesus during this Advent series. And uh, we just wish you the best for the next year. And uh, we hope to see you again. And may God bless you.